When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Previously on D&D&D. Are you me from the future? <laughs> and he says, no, I am not you from the future. <laughs> oh. My name oh, is wow. Acule Demoniste. Let's go to the, one of the doors on the left. Okay. You find yourselves in the, uh, unlike an observation deck. Below you is a, uh, like a natatorium, like a pool. I'm from Talon, of course. My name is Ares Juniper Percival. The wizard woman who is studying the book, without breaking her eyes from Juno as he's talking, like gets up and like slowly walks over to a uh, occasional table over uh, on the edge of the room where there's a large bell, uh, like crystal bell, uh-huh. and uh, she picks it up and rings it, but it doesn't make any sound. There's no um, clangor That's in it. That's terrifying. I'm sitting in the stands, enjoying uh, the overture <laughs> before the play starts. It's a very short play. Uh, oh, it's a ballad. I'm sorry. It's a ballad. They're coming back from intermission. There was a different performance before this. There's like a small chamber orchestra and they're tuning up. So there's that familiar sound of mm. an orchestra tuning up. Yes, I've been to the orchestra many a time. <laughs> I haven't. I'm poor. <laughs> Wait, was that Beth or Margarine? That was Margarine. Yeah, that was definitely Margarine. Just no. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> yeah, Beth is rich. Beth has so much cash. Loki loaded. <laughs> That'd be nice. That's why in my fantasy world, I play as... <laughs> <laughs> How does the other oh half gosh. <laughs> That's so dirty. I'll be a street rat. Yeah. <laughs> it's a decent-sized auditorium. It's like a high school-sized auditorium, I suppose. A conductor steps out, an elven conductor, and people like golf clap. And then... uh and he bows, and he takes his position in front of the orchestra, and then he... Large, dragonborn woman, very, very large dragonborn Ooh. woman, steps out in a elaborate ball gown, and this is the vocalist. And as the orchestra starts playing, uh, she starts singing the words that you just read, and the performance is underway. What do you do? It's lovely. It's lovely. It's lovely. I, I don't get to do this often. This is the best. <laughs> Everyone else is like, have these near misses. It's <laughs> just like, oh, just enjoying yeah. the show. Yeah, no one's paying you any mind. Nope. No, you've just sat in a seat, an open seat. I get to be like a beautiful young lady at the opera. <laughs> and I think I really enjoy the opera. <laughs> it's a very nice performance. There's musical breaks between each stanza. Can I roll perception to see if I notice anything peculiar about the performance? Sure. I rolled a 13. No, not particularly. There's emphasis on certain parts of it, but you are unable to discern if you're projecting importance on things or if it's part of the song, part of the performance. I have a quick 
question both in and out of character. Sure. Um, the Smith was steps behind the last. Smith is not capitalized. Whereas it should every be. Other. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Just checking. Yeah. Um, and then my other question is the lady introduced her wife. The wife is also capitalized. Yep. It should be. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. And we can post this. this uh, yeah. You'll, on you'll all get it now. Oh, cool. It's a ballad. Someone's going to get mad about that. What do you mean? I said sonnet. It's a ballad. It's a ballad. Yeah. We can post that on Twitter. It's, a, it's not. It's a different. It, there's other there's other ballad structures too. This is this is eight 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 six, not eight six eight six. But whatever. Come at me, poetry Twitter. Uh. Mm-hmm. Don't please don't. <laughs> Do it. <laughs> poetry Twitter is probably very nice. Probably about very comments. nice about God, it. I hope so. Mm-hmm. Okay, so Fletch and Flack, what do you? Yes, doing? I cast Invisible Servant. Okay, oh. very discreetly. I kind of stand in front okay, of him. You do so that, can, yeah, roll deception because all of your he's uh, gonna stand yeah, in front but of me. Your magic is audio. Your magic is auditory. All of, yeah, you're a bard. What if he uses his um, communication? Oh, sneaky communication. Oh. bit. Oh, so no one can hear. Interesting. If there are two of you together, it can work, right? Yeah. Can I cast it? Does that work? Because I'm not talking to, to. I don't know how this works. Yeah, we'll say it works. It's like a bubble. We'll okay. say it works. Yeah. Okay. We, we bump fists and then it activates. <laughs> We're like the Wonder Twins. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So now I have Unseen Servant. Okay. And I'm like, yo, Unseen Servant, go and act as though you're a draft and go knock over that crystal ball. Ooh. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> you're like waiting for a minute and you're like, well, what's taking so long? Nothing's happening. You're like watching and nothing's happening. And you're like, what's taking so long? And then roll perception. Uh-oh. It's just the straight roll, nothing added to it? No, roll perception. Roll, add your skill. Oh, I see. Yeah, yeah. It, 12 total. You're looking around, you're like, well, what's happening, what's happening? And you see that below you on deck, there's a kickboard that's floating behind everyone. No one notices it. <laughs> but you're looking for it. So, like, off to the side, everybody's focusing on the, the match and the, and the, the two um, jousters. But there's a there's a kickboard floating, like a tiny surfboard. Yeah, and it floats up the it like leaves the door on the on the bottom <laughs> deck, and then it comes in the door next to you, and then it starts flapping up and down. <laughs> what? <laughs> this is the servant making a breeze. Oh my gosh! You oh my god! Servant, <laughs> drop that fucking kickboard. No, it works. Oh, oh. the crystal ball like starts teetering. <laughs> wow! And it like rolls down, and it roll. It actually rolls far enough that it rolls down to the bottom level. It like rolls off of the bleachers. Yeah. yeah Guys, nice. Can this be a thing? Can Fletch's invisible servant be an idiot? Flax. Flax. Yeah. Damn it, Flax. Boy, oh boy. I love that. <laughs> like he's successful, but it's never the but right it's like, way why to do would it. You, it took way too long. <laughs> you went down to the the main yeah, floor. It, it takes a, like five minutes. Yeah. <laughs> um, and, and yeah, he's like standing next to you, like next to you guys and like flapping this. No, 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 no. Go, <laughs> yeah, go, go away from us. Uh, but it works, and the globe falls, and it falls down to the bottom level. And the human man tries to catch it, but he is unsuccessful very unsuccessful in fact he like bangs his head against the railing nice. he doesn't also fall no he doesn't also fall. i was hoping he would fall like yeah. trip over the railing he's a bigger guy he's not gonna fall through the railing huh. but once it tips off its perch you hear jason say but that wasn't part of the deal and then th- once it falls they all know and they stop talking and the kickboard just drops 
<laughs> what do we do? What do we do for me? Do we like scoot closer to them and try to like strike up a conversation? Yeah, let's walk casually in there, like towards them, uh, still observing the matches. We're still in our personas, yeah? Yeah. Okay. Yes. Oh, that was a uh, well matched, huh? That was good. The dwarf, clearly the better uh, manatee jouster, um, just unseats the uh, elf again. Oh, man, I sh- should have had you re-up on that bet. Yes, you should have, but you forgot. <laughs> uh, so, hey, how about how about these guys? And I turn to Jason. <laughs> Do you guys like betting to, to bet? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like gambling. That's yes. Do you? The human man says, we're trying to have a private conversation, please. You're trying to have private conversation <laughs> at sports match. It's a weird place to have one. <laughs> now the people from below deck are like looking up. <laughs> These guys are weird. <laughs> Why would you have conversation at public events? Yeah, y'all down there keep doing what you're doing. It's great. Dwarf guy, got my eye on you. He like he like gives you a, a fist raise. I flip a gold one pe- gold piece down to it. Oh, roll for that! Oh my god! Oh my god. <laughs> I guess I guess you can add decks to this. Thirteen total. Nope. Uh, <laughs> it just plops into the pool. <laughs> hey, half elf, go go die for it. One of the coaches is like, "Excuse me, please don't, um, please don't heckle the athletes." I'm sorry, I'm sorry. They're doing their best. And, and then he points at a sign that says, "Like, don't heckle the athletes." <laughs> oh, it's a problem that they need a sign for. Okay. Uh, and when you turn back, the three men have gone. They wow. have gone through the door. We're gonna go to Zabas. Zabas, what do you do? Um. <laughs> Called them out, and then they're like, "Wow!" They're just loud. They're like, "You're right." <laughs> okay, I guess that guy's gone. I'm gonna leave this room then. Uh, you leave the room and you run into Juno. Oh shit! <laughs> oh hey. Hi. What's what are you up to? Well, I found out that the guest list is a performance uh, in the the concert hall. Cool. I found a guy in there. <laughs> what? I found a guy in that trunk. Whoa. He was like in there for a while. Was he okay? Yeah, he's fine. Oh, okay. D- but- does it help our quest? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> it just there's a guy in there. <laughs> oh, that's fun. <laughs> yeah. I Oh, we got to we got to watch out for security. I think I tipped them off accidentally. Oh, fuck. So, uh, <laughs> but right. I, I took this bell. This is the bell that security uses. So I, I prevented at least one groundskeeper from. I take tattling. it and I'm looking at it. So I ring it. <laughs> oh, no! No, no, no. Oh, oh shit. What I. No. Shit. Juno do do? flings it down onto the first <laughs> floor. What? Oh, is God. it broke? Like, what? It's broken. No, I think. It's I think fine. You, it didn't make any no, noise. No, that you ring it and it's, it no sounds bad. What do you mean no sound is let's, bad? Let's go into the performance. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Perfect. You guys run down to the concert hall at the end of the at the end of the hallway, and you go in, and there's ushers there, and they hand you a playbill. You go into the concert hall, and you see Marjorie sitting near the back uh, by herself in a rap shirt, just totally <laughs> engrossed in the show. What do you do? Um, I go to move. Like I want to sit somewhere else. I don't think we should all sit like in a group, or at least I don't think that. So I'm gonna go sit by myself somewhere. Juno's gonna sit like he sees Zamas doing that, and then he goes and sits like a row ahead of Marjorie, 
and like sits down, but like does a wink when he does. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> And does Marjorie notice this or no. is Mark no? <laughs> Marjorie's just watching the show. Is Marjorie like leaning forward in her seat? Like what is what is yes. Mar- how is Marjorie experiencing this? Marjorie has forgotten about her facade. Like like everything is just comfortable. I've let myself go. I've just won with the music. <laughs> this this dragon-esque woman has captured my heart. Oh, and Juno can feel this because he's got the... Br- Wait, oh, who, yeah. who's got the bracelet who's on? Who's got the bracelet? Oh, I don't remember who shit. has the bracelet. I feel like you I have the bracelet. I think Flack has it. Okay. Damn, okay. That would have been fun, though. Yeah, I'm watching this performance, and so I feel like Flack can start to feel like, oh, this is some pretty good art. Yep. I'm experiencing. <laughs> I feel like, uh, I just waved at somebody and they didn't respond. <laughs> <laughs> I, just, I just got some secondhand embarrassment, man. <laughs> I don't know why, though. <laughs> you also now have the lyrics in front of you. Do you guys kind of put it together that this is the thing that you were looking for? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, because Juno, you asked about it. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. don't know what to make of this, yeah. these lyrics, but this is a thing. Okay. The performance is getting near the end. You're following along in the playbill and they're getting close to the last verse. A bird looking creature stands up for a violin solo before the last verse. And as he's uh, about to like hit the real, you know, the real break, uh, as the beat's about to drop, <clears throat> a bunch of guards burst in from the wings of the theater and from the back. And they like line up, <laughs> post up. These are like pikemen. And out on the stage walks Sir Greg Rivers. And he oh, says... Greg Rivers. <laughs> Uh, And he says, I'm sorry, everybody. I'm sorry to interrupt. We've had reports that there are some intruders in the building. I'm sorry we're going to have to cut the performance short. I'm sorry to the artists and those of you in in the audience. And it's like, Greg Greg is very, you can tell that Greg is like very annoyed by this. You can hear in his voice, he's like, (sighs) he's just so over it. Also, we're buddies with Greg, aren't we? (laughs) (laughs) Greg's messing up our shit right now. (laughs) And he's like, okay, I'm going to have to ask everybody to uh, please report back to your individual guild meeting rooms until we're able to lock the building down. Please uh, exit in an orderly fashion, and we'll get this figured out as soon as we can. Uh, And then he just turns and leaves. Juno turns around again and looks right at Marjorie. Oh, Juno! No, 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 no. (laughs) (laughs) Greg, Greg, uh, Greg, like, stops for a second. (laughs) Oh, God. And then he keeps walking. (laughs) Percival, Aries Percival. Mm, That's right. (laughs) What say we go back to our guild room? The the bathroom. Okay, shut up. (laughs) What do you guys do? So Zabbis, sorry for saying shut doing? up right now, Marjorie. I'm so I'm sorry. I'm just looking back at them and mm-hmm. I kind of get, yeah, I get the vibe that we're going to leave and like go to, yeah. Okay, so you guys are, are leaving in an orderly fashion. Yeah, we're trying to go mm-hmm. by with everyone else blended in past these pikemen. Roll still. Why? Just to see if you can blend in. 18. Yeah, you're good. Marjorie's good. 15. Sure. 14. Zavis sticks out a little bit. The cloak uh, is a bit much. Yeah. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. The, the billowing cloak is kind of, some people are giving, giving you side glances, but there are other wizards around, so. Marjorie goes up to Zavis. Oh, that's a lovely cape you have. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Where'd you get it? 
That's none of your business, madam. <laughs> oh, pardon me, then. People seem to be placated by this exchange. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Cyrus was not expecting to have to think of where I got this thing. <laughs> Let's go to the natatorium. What are you guys up to? Well, did anyone come in and shoo us out? Mm-mm, not yet. Did we hear? Do we hear the commotion? It's on a floor above you, so no. Wait, did someone come out and clear out the natatorium? Not yet. Mm-hmm. You don't know anything about what's going on in upstairs. In your towels. In your towels. And Jason robes. and his crew left. Yes, they okay. left. They oh, left robes. through the door on the opposite end of the where you entered. Wait, if you're wearing robes, why is Stormy's chest out? Kind of just like open. It's I didn't tie open. it all it the way. It doesn't fit yeah. great. Ah. I'm six four. Yeah, it wasn't. Should it wasn't a robe originally for him. Yeah. Wait, how tall are you in real life? Six two. Six two. You added two inches to your Wouldn't already. You? Subs- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, apparently not. <laughs> Subtract some, I guess. You want to follow the Chode guy? Yeah, let's follow Chode. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I still have an invisible servant with us, right? Mm-hmm. How long does that last? An hour. Oh, oh yeah, he's still with us. Yeah, mm-hmm. tell him to go find Chode, and then we'll. Does an unseen servant have fall damage? If it takes any damage, yeah, it, it has one hit point. Aww, hmm. and an a, and an ace and an armor class of ten and a Lovely. strength of two, and, oh. it, and it cannot attack. We can just take him with us. Yeah, right. yeah. Just, just remember yeah. that. Yeah, he's around. We'll go through that door. Yeah, Pete's still in the in the bathroom, so we should go check on him. I guess we're gonna cut quick to that bathroom where somebody like goes in, like opens <laughs> the door to like actually use it, just like whistling a tune goes to use the bathroom, and then a panther like roars at. <laughs> oh god! <laughs> well, that's their fault for ignoring the the sign. The not, sign we yeah, yeah. that uh, they shouldn't be order. in there. No, no, they they uh, skedaddle right out of there very quickly. They had but. signs to make sure we didn't heckle the players. But <laughs> <laughs> they abide by that. Well, I guess they don't abide by it. When it's yeah. in a bathroom it's emergency, of- sometimes those. If it's a bathroom orders. emergency, the the person that has the emergency would not be whistling. I can That's guarantee true. that. <laughs> do 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 do. I have to take a massive poop. <laughs> do do do. Just not gonna happen. Uh, but they do. Uh, they're uh, spooked by Pete, and they drop their reading material that they were carrying. Not all they drop. <laughs> no. Yikes. Okay, we're gonna go back to you guys. So you guys leave through that door. Yeah. Um, you can try to figure out which way they went roll perception or investigation or something oh wait actually it. actually what happened to the crystal ball after it rolled off it's down on the natatorium level <gasps> hey invisible uh, unseen servant go get that for us the invisible servant or the unseen servant goes down you can hear the noise of something like sliding down the wall trying to climb down and like hang and drop and then like drops so there's a small like there's just a little bit of a thud uh, no one pays any attention to it, though, because there's, like, splashing noises and stuff going on from the manatee joust. It grabs the ball uh, that, like, clanged against uh, some pool equipment, and then you see the ball float up, <laughs> Wow! and it, like, doesn't know how to get back up to you now. So Wait, the ball is bring... just kind of, like, reaching up. But it up. came up with the... Yeah, but it was on the board. other side where there were stairs, so it could get 15 feet away from you and, like, walk well, around. then I upstairs. walk over to that side. Okay, so the ball is, like, floating along and following you as you walk yeah, across, okay. and then it comes back up, and now you have the ball. Yeah, great. Oh, perfect. That's a good idea. Yeah. All right, now we go through the chone door. All right, so I'll roll for perception to see if we can see which way they went. Yeah. Uh, 16. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, wow. God, what is... <coughs> can't talk today well, we uh, should probably warn everybody that we've all been sick <laughs> the bulk of us have been sick yeah so if you're listening you may get sick too 
We're just giving you a heads up. <laughs> That's We're how... going to go viral, guys. Oh, oh now I have to keep that in. in every single one <laughs> of these. Ten out of ten, Joel. Yeah, inspiration. Why not? <gasps> hey, <laughs> yeah. You can actually get the vague scent of Jason Schoen's aftershave. Mm. Um, what does it smell wafting, like? Uh, sandalwood. Ooh, he's a sophisticated yeah. guy. Hey, Flag. Yeah, I'm the boy finder now. <gasps> I can smell a boy. Oh, <laughs> well, I guess he's a man. I'm yeah, a man finder. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you're man finder. I'm a man. Fi- I'm a man finder. Nice. <laughs> yeah. Sniff him out. Sniff him out. Sniff him out. They went to the right down the hallway and then turned to the left and then went down a set of stairs. You guys are following, I assume. We went right, left, down. Let's do it. There is a door at the bottom of these stairs. Uh, and you can hear voices on the other side of it. What do you do? I pull my ear up to the door. Okay, roll perception. Nat 20 plus oh, 7. Oh, wow. you can hear their conversation. <sighs> I can hear their conversation. What they say, what they say. <laughs> what are they saying? You hear that they are discussing some sort of deal that was struck between the organization represented by these two mysterious men and Jason Chone. Jason says that he held up his end of the bargain by capturing the warlock and delivering it to, and he says the words, the company. And then, but the elf man is upset because of the loss of Zemembrevrisk. He wants to know who was involved in that and why Jason didn't do more to keep it from happening. And Jason says that he didn't want to draw too much attention to himself. He's already taking a big risk by working with them in the first place. And the elf man says, I don't care. You work for us now. You need to do as we say, or there will be consequences. We want to know who took this out. This was a big part of our plan. We'll be in touch, basically. And then you hear footsteps start start to walk in your direction. What do you do? Did you catch all that? Yeah, you told me all that perfectly. Okay, good. <laughs> um, let's, let's fight these guys and then try to get Jason on our side. Because obviously he's being screwed here. That's a big move. <laughs> big wow, DM's eyes got huge and yeah, shifty when you said he that. He didn't expect that. Well, no, the, the problem is, hold on though. Also, we have nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Hey everybody, Gressel here. Thank you so much for listening to episode 41 of D&D&D. Be sure to follow us on social media at D&D&Dpod on Twitter and D&D&Dpod on Instagram or email us at D&D&Dpod at gmail.com. Uh, this is a little bit of a shorter episode. I think it might actually be our shortest episode yet, but we needed to finish up the Guildhall adventure and boy was this a fun one. So thank you so much for listening to these episodes. We had a lot of fun recording them. I hope you had a lot of fun listening to them. Um, Because this is a shorter episode, I put out on Twitter today uh, that if you got your responses in by this evening, Pacific time, I would answer a few questions to help make up for the fact that this is a little bit of a shorter episode. So I'm just going to breeze through a few of these here, and then we're going to get you back to the action. Ace asks from a DM perspective, what kind of character interactions arcs have been especially endearing? Uh, Marjorie and Koirim uh, and Fletch and Amara were really fun. Um, and I really like how invested the rest of the team is in Fletch and Amara as well. So those were fun. 
Uh, Princess Allie asks, favorite ship? Uh, I think we've only had one ship on the show, and that was the one in the uh, flashback portal episode. So, so far, I guess that would be the favorite ship. Quiet Compassion asks, do you, me, James Gressel, have a favorite quote from the season so far? Uh, Yes, I think so. Uh, There are a bunch, and it is hard to choose. But the thing that makes me laugh, I think the hardest when I think about it, is uh, when everyone was giving me shit about cool mayonnaise. Uh, and James as Flack said, it's cool, man, to I think Mike as Fletch. And then Chelsea, very quietly in the background, just went nays. So it went, it's cool, man, nays. And I love the way that Chelsea picked up that ball and ran with it. And that makes me laugh a lot. Kyle asks, who gives you the most grief during gameplay? James and Chelsea. But everybody kind of gives as good as they get. Jeremy says, Marjorie is my favorite, and I made a character inspired by her for my own D&D campaign. I was wondering if the type of rogue Marjorie plays is typical to most other rogues. Marjorie's a swashbuckler. That's her subclass. I think that one's in... Um, it's in one of the supplemental books. Um, so check that out. It's on D&D Beyond. You can get like just that class if you don't want to get the whole book. It's like three bucks or something, and you can get that rule set. John asks, who do you think you would most get along with in real life in the campaign, NPC or not? Uh, eh, Rim. Heather asks, is there any episodes or parts you go back and listen to? I've listened to D&D pods several times, and it's still the funniest podcast I know. Thank you, Heather. I haven't really re-listened. I've listened to them a million times editing them, so I feel like I have a pretty good handle on them, but I'm looking forward to one day going back through them. Uh, Gingers asks, if one of the characters dies, would you let them rejoin the game with someone else? We'll cross that bridge when we get to it. Uh, Billy asks, how long did it take you to write the guest list? Uh, I thought about that for months, probably. I had that idea a while ago. Uh, but when I actually sat down to write it, uh, probably a few hours, about a day, I spent right actually in front of the computer writing that. Um, but there were some false starts with different rhyme schemes and things, but I had the idea for a while and thought about it for weeks and months. Liz asks, how much time do you spend preparing for a session on average? I'm thinking about this constantly. All day, every day, I'm thinking about this show. So that's hard to kind of quantify. Less now than I used to. I don't write as much, actually write as much as I used to because Gerbert Mertbert changed the game. And now things are a lot more improvised, but I'm thinking about the story constantly. Valorigal asks, do you have a system for keeping track of NPC accents? No, I don't, and I probably should. Uh, Mary asks, will Juno get the chance to pet a cow? Also, will we, will we ever hear from Amara again? We'll see. Uh, ba, ba, ba. Claire asks, what's your favorite dish that you've made so far? Bread. Way asks, how long do you, your recording sessions usually last, and how much do you end up cutting out? Uh, we record for between two and a half to four hours, depending on how much time everybody has in their schedule. Uh, and I cut out less and less. Uh, we're getting a lot more streamlined with things, and there's less to cut out. At the beginning, most of what I was cutting out was like rule explanations uh, and like the rolling and the math and stuff like that. That isn't really fun to listen to. A lot of dead air. Most of what I cut out is just dead air or getting more coffee. Uh, Gunner asks, favorite piece of cut content that we haven't heard on the pod? Um, I leave the good stuff in. Uh, again, apologies to James and Chelsea for cutting their Ross Perot joke, but I leave the good stuff in. My favorite piece of content that's cut from the podcast is just the random conversations that we have before we actually start playing. 
uh, it's just conversations with my friends that I have recorded, and that just means a lot to me, but that doesn't really mean as much to you guys. Uh, Veronica asks, have you guys ever been a little tipsy whilst recording, or are you thinking of releasing a book with your recipes? Because please do. Uh, never say never on the book. Um, we don't drink while recording. Uh, it's, it, it dulls your faculties, and we're trying to do <laughs> improvised storytelling. Uh, we have definitely indulged uh, on occasion in the past. There was one session, I don't remember exactly which one, but there was one session in season one where I was drinking, and I remember editing it and really not liking my performance. So no, nobody drinks. Um, lots of coffee. That's what we drink. Uh, Sarah asks, is there a side character you wish you had more interaction with? Uh, yes, um, but I'm not going to spoil anything. Spencer asks, have you ever thought to do a video component to the series? It'd be interesting to see the setup. Uh, it would be interesting. That's something we've had conversations about and may do one day. Never say never. Syndicate asks, what in your opinion is the funniest thing that has happened in the campaign? Hard to beat the fireball. You know, that's the that's the OG. Um, but there's too many to count now. This last run that we've been on, we're all super proud of. It's been so funny. I hope you guys think it's as funny as we do. Um, but the the fireball was definitely a turning point for everybody. Nathan asked, do you miss the old sessions? Not really. <laughs> I spend a lot of time with them and they're done. And I have new ideas that I want to move forward with. You know, the story moves forward and these characters are growing and changing. And I want to see what directions the team pushes me in. And I want to see how they respond to the things that I throw at them. So no, don't really miss old sessions. Daria asks, maybe a bit morbid, but do you have a protocol in place in case one of the main characters dies in battle? Uh, we'll cross our bridge when we get to it, you know? Um, there are stakes, and it's a possibility, um, but, you know, it hasn't come up yet. Sephiria asks, how did the idea for the podcast come into being? I want to play D&D with my friends, and I knew that with James uh, and Chelsea's schedules, it had to be something <laughs> in order for them to make the time. Uh, that's the joke that I say just to give them some shit for their busy, busy lives. But in all reality, um, I wanted to tell a story that people could hear and enjoy without uh, gatekeepers. It's hard to get stories out into the world um, because of all the the people who control access to those things in traditional media. But with this, we can record it and I can release it and you guys can enjoy it. And that means a lot to me. So thank you again for listening, everybody. Uh, Megan asks, what do you think your favorite thing has been so far? What do you think your favorite thing has been so far of the whole show? Spending time creating this wonderful thing with my friends. Uh, it's, it's a gift they give me every time we sit down to play. And I'm very grateful for it. Robin asks, I don't know if this has already been asked, but who comes up with those wicked good food puns uh, titles for the episodes? I do. Uh, so thank you, Robin. I'm glad you enjoy them. I'm particularly proud of uh, Profiterole for initiative. Uh, Tilly asks, what are your favorite characters to watch interact? Fletch and Flack are on a good run right now. Uh, they've had a lot of really great moments. Uh, I really like the way that they raz Juno. And they have a lot of really great like buddy comedy moments. Uh, so And James and Mike play really well together. Uh, James and Chelsea play really well together. Obviously, they have a lot of chemistry and can feed off of each other. Personally, I really liked playing Koirim against Marjorin. Um, we could get a little bit more serious, and I really enjoyed those moments. Uh, and, and Juno with anyone. 
always has the potential for hilarity. I also really liked playing Hercule with with Zabbis. It's it was the first kind of big NPC moment for for Zabbis and Chelsea really really played it really well in a fun and interesting way that that I really liked really liked doing and and editing it really gave me some new perspective on it and that was a really fun thing. So everybody, I guess, long answer short. So yeah, so I think that's everybody who got a question in by the time that I am recording this. If I missed your question, I'm sorry. But thank you, everybody, who sent those in. Thanks to everybody who has listened to these 41 episodes. I hope it's 41. If it's 42, I'm not going to re-record this. It is 42. Damn. Thanks to everybody who has listened to these 42 episodes. If you haven't already, check out Beth's shop at bethbrad.shop, where she has some D&D&D merch, as well as her amazing other artwork available for purchase. And that's it for me. Thanks, everybody. Do what's fun. You've got a couple of robes. We have two robes. What we could do is we could disrobe. (laughs) We could disrobe ourselves. He should have said that when he was drinking water. (laughs) So when they open the door, they'll just see two naked dudes. And then we'll be like, now, Jason, and then hope that he does something. And let's have an unseen servant. When they come out, crouch behind them so we can push oh, them. Can push them. And you can gust of wind them. You had that ready. I mean, yeah. Let's, Let's do, do it. This. Right. Do what's fun. All right, so do we, what's fun. We kind of like stand up and stand just like a couple of feet from the door. Do Are we, we have, just roving? Do we have any uh, access to water? We don't have Bargerin's bucket. No. Okay. We well, I, I tried. Bar- Bargerin's <laughs> Bargerin bucket. Bargerin's bucket. We don't have Bargerin's bucket, but because uh, I'd love to like the, the robe and like wet towel snapping oh, territory. Sure. But instead of that, I just um. I don't know. I no, just, I like disrobe. It. Well, yeah, we'll disrobe, <laughs> and then when they open the door, we'll throw the robes on their faces so they're blind. Okay, and, and then, then I'll serve. You ready? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Mike just burned this fucking <laughs> session Sorry. down. Okay. <laughs> the door opens and this like six eight albino elf <laughs> in armor with yeah in in jet black armor <laughs> opens the door with his uh, assistant or second or, or companion of some kind behind him and they are looking at two nude <laughs> a nude half elf and a nude gnome. Mm-hmm. Wait, I'm a wood elf. No, no, wood elf. No. Wood yeah. elf. Wood yeah. elf. Yeah. Can you tell? Wow. A nude wood elf and a, and a nude gnome. Surprise round, I guess. You yeah. guys get a surprise <laughs> action. It's what do you Baba do? Yaga. And then. Unseen <laughs> <laughs> servant now. And yeah, we throw the robes on their face. Throw the robes. Make ranged attack rolls <laughs> yeah. just in case you fuck this up. What'd you say there? It's Baba Yaga. What did we just the, roll for? You rolled a ranged attack roll. It's going to be just a 20 plus dex. No, not yet. You're, you're throwing your, your robes in their faces, and I just wanted to oh, give you 17. a chance. Yeah, 17 will do it. Um, Which one are you throwing at? Uh, wait, wait. One, two, three, say it at the same time. Okay. Because you did not talk about this beforehand. <laughs> oh, fuck. Oh, okay. Yeah. okay. okay. Um, all right. One, elf, two. Elf or human. Okay. Yeah. One, one, two, two three, three. Elf. Human. Okay. Yes. Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I only got a t- if it's dex i only got a 10 the 10 will, the 10 will do it. you're like right. right in front okay yeah, cool. yeah, yeah, okay <laughs> so you throw it in their face now everybody roll for initiative okay um, sorry the other three people who are gonna have to sit there while this takes place we'll oh, good. Fuck. don't die oh yeah that i just watched that happen. okay it's 19 like, not a great uh not a great roll well then i only rolled an eight 
Okay. Minus so the order for this combat, <laughs> <laughs> this nude combat, is Fletch, <clears throat> Mysterious Men, Flack, Jason. I want to cut away now, though. Because <laughs> <laughs> how? When are we coming down the stairs? Oh, because they're down another set of stairs. Yeah, now, they're down so, okay. another set of stairs okay. now. Now they're in like an access to a basement of some yeah. kind. You've reached your out of order bathroom. What do you do? Wait, Marjorie, where's where's the gauntlet? Where's the bracelet? Gauntlet. The bracelet. You know the thing. The uh, friendship. Oh, oh, I gave it to Flack. Flack is somewhere around here, and he's he's getting he's his adrenaline is high. Uh, do you think he's in a fight? He might be in a fight. It feels like a fight situation. Oh no! All right, guys, let's ante up. Oh. <laughs> Should we get our stuff? <laughs> yeah. And then uh, yes, we're gonna go into the bathroom. Yeah. Get our stuff. <laughs> Peach there. Oh shit. <laughs> Forgot. Pete, can you take us to Fletch? I don't think that's a thing that Pete can oh, do. Oh, okay. <laughs> no. All right, well, let's gear up and go help. All, All right, gear up montage. All right, this gearing is this up, is like Batman and Robin up, now. Gearing up. Gearing and it's like up. close-up shots of gauntlets and Ooh, um, is there stuff. one of, of butts like Batman and Robin? Oh, definitely. Yeah. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. And then but you can't when tell it's, if mine's a butt or boobs. And then when, when it's <laughs> Zappas's shot, it's butt, but then the the cloak billows and yeah. in, in and out of the shot. Yeah. Nice. So you guys are now in your adventuring stuff. Are you going to Should leave? we grab their stuff too? Oh, that's a good idea. Like we're we're you he's in a fight. Yeah. He is. And if his stuff's here, I don't know what he's he's working with. <laughs> he's got charm, that's it. He's got he's got guile, but what else? All right, let's grab their stuff. Uh, I don't know how to figure out where they are though. Oh shit, Pete, can you smell as good as Stormy can? How do I answer for that? Can can he smell? We're as playing good? a little Calvin ball here. So <laughs> in the meantime, I'm casting past without a trace I mean, on I, us, so those yeah, guards don't find us again. Pete does have good senses. All right, Please. Pete, and I hold up Stormy's clothes to Pete <laughs> to like idea. use uh, bloodhound abilities. Roll your stealth roll, the three of you, oh, and Pete. All... Mike, roll for Pete, mm. too. You're adding a lot to this because of Pass Without Trace. Pete Ooh. rolled a okay, seven. Okay, that's why I have... 30. Okay. 25. 18, then. Okay, 18. Yeah, it's in the 30s. The three of you and Pete are able to leave the bathroom and fall into the confusion of people being ushered into their respective main guild headquarter rooms like the common rooms in harry potter so you kind of file into this and you're heading in the direction that you feel flack is we're, we're just and we're following pete you split off from the people that you filed into and then you find this staircase uh but before you head down to that staircase let's see what happens after the towel throw <laughs> yeah let's it is fletch's turn i'm going to use gust of wind is a okay. second second level spell okay uh and it says yeah strong wind 60 feet long and 10 feet wide blast from your direction of your choice also each creature okay. unseen servant is crouched behind right yes yeah so each creature that starts to turn in the line must pass a strength save or be pushed 15 feet away in the line's direction which is a very far uh strength save okay and so- then any creature in the line must spend two feet of movement for every one foot when moving closer i don't know if that's going to factor in I'm rolling for the two mystery men and Jason, and uh, wow, uh, Jason got a nat 20. Oh, hell yeah. 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 Oh, God. <laughs> Jason stands his ground as the other two are pushed backwards by the gust of wind, but they slam into Jason. Oh, crap. Knocking him down. What about the Unseen Servant? The Unseen Servant is also pushed. Yeah. He's a thing. 
He's a being in that line. He's, he's a creature? Yeah, he's a Is creature. Is he a creature? What does he look like? Yeah, he has, like, we established that he has, like, don't weight know, and stuff. He's unseen. He's unseen. <gasps> I just imagine you're unseen servant because we're playing him as kind of dumb. And I just imagine him being a blue man group. <laughs> just like, canon. what is this human technology i love it yeah and so now all three are on the ground though you did knock everybody over so that was the okay, goal was of the, the unseen goal. servant yeah. anyway was to knock everybody over so you've did knocked the everybody servant over. take one damage yeah the unseen oh. servant sorry about your unseen no, servant okay. everybody else takes a little bit of damage jason took eight what Holy. the fuck jason because two dudes in a wall yeah. slammed Okay, but does that mean he's going to be slow if he tries to move? Because he was in my range, or did he no, dodge it? No, he's good for that. Okay. Yeah. Okay, good. All right, I want to yell to Jason. Jason, come on, g- come with us. Quick, get up. Mr. Lando Lakes? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it is I. Jacob Lando Lakes? Yes, come on, get up. It is the mystery men's turn. The elf casts a spell. He pulls a small vial out of his jacket pocket. In this vial, you can see, is something so black, you can barely even process that it's there. It's the deepest, darkest anything you've ever seen. He uncorks, he looks right at you, Fletch. Oh. And he uncorks this little vial. It's just a little vial, just a couple inches long. Fill this with, with this insanely dark black liquid. And he uncorks it, and tendrils of black start to leak out from it. And in a few seconds, the entire area is completely dark. Whoa. Just completely dark. And a darkness that you've never experienced before. You, you, you can't, your eyes don't adjust to it. This is darkness. Even with, like, his elf vision? Oh, yeah. Dark vision does not help. You hear some shuffling around. He stands up. You, you can hear him stand up, the, the human man. And... You hear a groan, male groan, but you can't figure out because you can't see anything who this groan is coming from. And then it is Flack's turn. So the entire interior of that room is black, but so is outside of so it. So is where you are standing. As if you look in any direction, all you can see is any darkness. direction. Behind, yep. We don't want to die, right? No. Okay. <laughs> Let me cast Liaman's tiny hut. Sorry, okay. Jason, but I, I can't see what's going on here. However. Uh, what what is it? Let's see. The atmosphere inside the space is comfortable and dry. Oh, that's just atmosphere, not like vision. But uh, yeah. No, let's let's say this. Let's say that when you cast the hut, you can see within the hut. You can see okay. within okay. your your radius of the hut. Yeah, cool. Yeah. And then yeah, from the outside, remember it is a opaque purple dome, mm-hmm. and we're inside of it. So I cast it, and I say, "Hey, we're in that uh, we're in the nipple thing again." Oh, nice. Yeah. That was a good call. You guys are fully nude. I just want to remind everybody. We're nude, nude boys in the, the purple hut. <laughs> Wait, you know what? I didn't throw my hat, so I still have my top <laughs> you hat still on. Have your top hat. And I take it off and I, I just, <laughs> cover your shape. Yeah, I look like a a character in a like fifties comedy. <laughs> oh my God. Now, can you go handsless? Does it stay there on its own? We're not going to answer that question. <laughs> It is now Jason's turn, and you guys are unable to perceive what happens. Whoops. I hope he's okay. Yeah, I hope he's okay. (laughs) (laughs) The remaining three of you now turn a corner to the stairwell where you see a purple wall. Oh. Is it familiar? I mean, I feel like it's gotta be. (laughs) It's so specific. (laughs) It's Mac Badson. Cool. So, assuming that they're in there, because if he leaves that, it disappears. 
That's true. And we can't and we enter can't go into also, it. Can we see it? What's you can going see, on with the black? You can see the end. Uh, yes. You can see the edge of the purple tiny hut. Yes. What do you mean the edge? So it's a stairwell, right? And it's a dome. So it's going into the walls. So they just see like the entirety of the stairwell is filled with a curved purple wall. I Got see. It. So there's no way to get through right now. But we, can but we we can't see a way through. You cannot okay. see a way through. Okay. okay, Marjorie, who's got who's got their clothes? Are we all kind of? I've carrying? got yeah, fletches. I... Okay, uh, judo, come on. Uh, let's say I have stormies. Damn it. Wait, no. Flex. I'm... Okay, <laughs> I have flex. You have fletches. Come with me. And I run up to the to the side of the purple dome and I hold up the clothes for <gasps> them to potentially see. Oh yeah, see. yeah. I hold it up too. I hold up fletches. Just up against hey, the dude. dome. Look, whoa. You, oh my gosh. Can you see us? I kind of cover myself. We can't yes. see anything. Oh, yeah. Can they you can reach see. through and grab those for us? I'll try. You can move freely within and out since you were within oh, okay. the dome when it started. So I just reach through and I grab my clothes. So we just see like a hand go <laughs> just, through. Yeah. just a hand reach out. <laughs> and then I put my hand back out and I do a thumbs up. <laughs> Wait, good mind too. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I'm like, then I do one hand and I grab the other ones and I thumbs up. Oh, I wanted to okay. do like a on like the side of it. And if we were in our apartment and we had our like gym ball, I would like do on the on the <laughs> exercise ball. That's the sound I imagine yeah, it making. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I get dressed. Yeah, me too. I get dressed real quick. Okay, I guess we'll just wait out here then. Yeah, you guys. There's no way you guys can get around. So I, put my, I put my hands out for like uh, hoping for weapons and I keep grabbing and nothing's there. Oh, wait, we'd get. Yes. We yeah, have you those. got like all your okay, gear. All right, yeah, all right, you got right, like cool. a bundle of gear. All right, good. We'll say that that was your turn, Fletch. Now it's back to the mystery men's turn and you guys again cannot perceive what happens. Now it is Flax's turn. I leave the dome towards them so that it disappears, but that now we're all friends again. Is okay. it dark again? Behind Flack and Fletch is darkness. There's like a wall of black? Yes. There is exactly a wall. Yes, it is like a wall of black. Yeah. There's dudes in there. They're super strong. And Jason Chone. Jason Chone. Jason Chone. Yeah, there's two dudes and Jason Chone back there. Marjorie puts on her earring. Oh. Do we need to roll to get into the order? No. I don't think we're fighting anymore. (laughs) I don't know what's happening. Uh, Juno casts light and touches his shield, and it shines a bright light in a 20-foot radius to see if it can penetrate the darkness. Yes. Oh. Really? Yes. What do we see? You see Jason Chone bleeding from a wound. No! D&D is executive produced, written, and edited by me, James Gressel. Co-produced and additional mixing by Joel Arnold. Our original music is by Jeremy Nisato. Hear more of Jeremy's music at jeremynisato.com. D&D&D is performed by James A. Janice, Chelsea Rebecca, Beth Radloff, Mike Saigan, and Joel Arnold. Next time on D&D&D, there's a puff of smoke and a uh, like line of smoke appears. It kind of squiggles out from a point around you. It like moves up and over you and then swings around and then goes down you know kind of like scans you all oh in smoke and then poof you're gone 
Uh, Whoa. And you're inside a room. It's it's very weird. It's it's unlike any kind of room you've ever ever been in before. It's very bright. It's very clean. And the door is completely sealed. 